Welcome back to the third hour of the KPK Outdoor Show. I'm Bob Sims. Every Saturday, 5 to 8, right here on KFPK, 1530 a.m. and 93.1 FM. We're going to hear from Brian Thomas on party very briefly, though. I just I can't stand it, so i got to tell you. I just heard the news report about uh, uh, the COVID cases in California. The reason I bring it up, the small businesses are getting killed, and for evidently for no reason whatsoever. Newsom said in the beginning, science and data will drive decisions. Didn't happen. He just made decisions. His ego probably is preventing him from going back. But they just said on our news that uh, the rate was down to uh, 6,000 per day, you know, and one one month ago it was 24,000. Well, the real story is just five days before that. Last Monday I checked. Uh, you know, the, the current figures and the 30-day-ago figures. Last Monday, 30 days ago from last Monday, there was 43,000 cases a day. It had dropped to 6,000. That's an 85% drop in COVID cases in 30 days. And this since Monday through Friday, there's an additional 73% drop. So people get all wrapped up in these figures. The thing is, we've had an 85 to 90% drop in COVID cases in 30 days. Why aren't small businesses allowed to open with at least some restrictions indoors, speaking of restaurants? It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Newsom, get off your you-know-what and protect the small businesses. Okay, thank you, I'm done. Brian Thomas, last year, Three Sons Tackle. Uh, we had him on the air all the time. He caught fish wherever he went, big fish. I said, Brian, you're gonna be a guy? He said, yeah, I'm working on it. Well, he is, he's already getting booked. And he fished parties several times since it opened a week ago yesterday. Brian, you're now officially not only Three Sons Tackle, you're Three Sons Tackle and Guide Service, and you're getting busy, and you've been fishing party. You fished it five times so far. Let's talk about the trout and then the kokanee. Trout fishing, how's it been uh, since it opened last Friday? Trout fishing's been hit and miss. You know, I mean, you gotta get you got to get your lines back. All the fish are on top. You know, top 15 feet of water is where we can catch most of our fish. Um, you know, you got to get your lines spread out. You got to use them planer boards, get them lines away from the boat. That's my, that's okay, my no, go-to. No, okay, not everybody has planer boards, but if you get those lines back 130, 150 feet and make a few little gradual S turns, uh, that should be that should work, huh? Yeah, that works great. You know, if you, if you can get back about 150 feet, and spread it out between the four rods, or if you're running more, that works. That works great. Yeah. Um, so what's what's the deal? What's the combination? I, of course, you're going to be using your tackle, three sons. What's been working for the trout? Uh, the trout has been either the three sun spinners or the GVF gold digger spinners. Them big gold blades work really well right now. It's, you know, they, they they love that stuff. Okay. You know, a lot of people. Um, and they catch fish. They use the standard, I mean, the triple teaser, uh, uh, lures like that, the small wobblers, which have caught thousands of trout in that lake. But uh, when everybody's using them, 
they're not as effective. Do you think that's a reason the spinner works right now? You know, I'm not exact. You know, I wouldn't say you know that's the main reason why it works. But you know, every everybody's got their own technique of catching trout. Um, I know some people that just use a straight worm and a dodger. You know, it works great. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you have so many different ways that you can catch those trout. You know, they've been hitting the kokanee hoochies as well, the pink co- kokanee hoochies that are spinners. Yeah. Now you're using a dodger with a spinner, aren't you? Yes, you use a, just a smaller. I use a smaller dodger with the spinners. Okay. Uh, now to the kokanee. Um, some lakes early in the season, you can catch them right near the surface. Some lakes, like Bullard's Bar, you got to go down forty or fifty feet. What is it like at Pardee? No, Pardee, same thing. All the fish we've caught, all the kokanee that we've caught from opening day on, have all been on top. Uh, I think the deepest fish we caught was probably 18 feet deep. Okay, and is that up the river arm by any chance? I mean, that's where they, they go to early in most lakes. Yeah, you, we've got them out near the mouth, and along, and you, you can head up river, and you find more concentrated groups of them, and sometimes you'll find a little school of them, but, you know, they haven't been on the chomp too good. You know, fishing for kokanee is still really slow, yeah. party. Now, now, what have you been using for them? Uh, you, the pink hoochies, you know, pink hoochies with the spinner, uh, spinner hoochie, either in gold or silver, has been working really good. You know, co- copper on the cloudy days. Okay. And what dodger? Uh, you could, uh, we use either the sling blade, three sons, uh, three sons dodger, or the smaller one that we, the willow blade dodger that we produce. Okay. Uh, now here's what every, everybody wants to know about party. What size are the kokanee right now? The ones we've caught so far have been anywhere between 12 and a half inches to 13 and a half. Um, I've heard of a couple that have been caught all the way up to 14. You know, it looks good that we might have a little size to these fish this year. Well, 13 and a half inches in the middle of February is good news for party. I mean, we... Most of the fish last year didn't even get up to that, so this could be a good year. It should be. Um, hopefully, every once we get some sunshine on this water, the fish will move down a little bit, and we'll find out. That's Brian Thomas of Three Sons Tackling Guide. He's going to have his stuff online soon. In the meantime, you can pick up uh, a lot of his tackle. It hooked in Ione, also at the Party Marina. Brian's number, 916-230-5324. After the break, we'll talk to Terry Knight about the awesome crappie fishing at Clear Lake. Welcome back. Welcome back. Well, it's just nothing short of phenomenal what's happened at Clear Lake the last month or so, and we're talking crappie. Now, of course, there's good bass fishing is on the upswing. It's very good right now, too, but the crappie people are the ones filling the parking lot. They're the ones buying all the bait shops out of uh, crappie-sized minnows, uh, and on top of it all, uh, pending state record black crappie was caught there this week and of course a guy that stays on top of that and everything in lake county mr terry knight he's with us now good morning terry good morning the county's a buzz (laughs) it it, it is a buzz it just i I mean these things happen once in a while but crappie all of a sudden everybody wants to go crappie fishing 
Yeah, and this crappie, this new state record, uh, and it, it looks like it will make it to the state record with no problem, that uh, David Perez caught uh, on Wednesday was just a phenomenal. He caught, what happened was he caught it, and he, he, you quit bass fishing, throwing a Kitek uh, swim bait, and he, when it hit, and he thought he had a good bass, and he brought it up alongside, he couldn't believe it. And uh, he met me at the dock, and we had other people show up with we had a couple of people had scales, and it weighed four pounds, four point three three pounds, which was unbelievable. That's four pounds five ounces actually. Yeah. And it was just phenomenal to look at this thing. It was huge. Well, Terry, and, while we're talking about it, I got a hold of Dave yesterday while he was out fishing. Now, just to clear up everybody, uh, Dave owns Clear Lake Outdoors. He bought it a few years ago from Dave Brabeck and Troy right. Bella. It's a great shop, and he's an avid, avid bass fisherman. So the conversation I had with uh, Dave Burris, who caught this lake record or state record crappie, I talked to him yesterday. Dave, I know you're an avid, avid bass fisherman, so it's all the more fun to congratulate you on a new state record black crappie. Uh, have you got a good reception from that and a little razzing from your bass fishing friends? Yeah, I'm uh, pretty excited about it. Well, you were I, I think you were fishing for bass when you caught it, uh, weren't you? Yeah, uh, actually having a pretty slow day bass fishing, so uh, it was pretty fortunate I was able to catch that crappie. What'd you catch him on? Um, it was on a cool bait underspin with a Kitek. Oh man, Kitek is a good bait for everything, isn't it? Amazing bait, recommended for beginners, yeah. professionals, everybody. Yeah. Now I I would have liked to have seen the look on your face when that a, a crappie that size came up. I mean, we all know a two pound crappie is a pretty impressive fish. I mean, they're so pretty, uh, but four and a, almost four and a half pounds. Uh, what'd you think when you first saw it? Um, or, original hook set. Uh, actually, you know what? I have uh, the new Garmin Graph, and I actually saw it before I even made the cast. If I don't know if that makes it more exciting really? or not. But well, that's the li is that the is that the live scope? Correct. So I saw it on the live scope, and then um, it was so big on the graph, I thought it may be a carp. But you know, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not 100% sure on that Garmin yet exactly how to identify fish perfectly. So I made a few casts, and uh, the first cast, the fish did not follow the lure. So I was um, getting pretty sure it was a carp, and then made one more cast towards it, and then uh, followed, and I watched it eat my lure. Uh, hook set, I thought it was a bass, uh, probably four or five-pound bass initially. Um, didn't worry too much about grabbing the net, and then I, once I saw it come up, I realized that I should probably get the net. It's the biggest crappie I've ever seen. And I've caught in, you know, Three pound, two and a half pounders, and three pounders pretty normally out on Clear Lake, but this was something different. That was Dave Burris of Clear Lake Outdoors in Lakeport. Let me give you his phone number first: seven zero seven two six two five eight five two. Well, Terry, he was uh, he was pretty amped up about that, wasn't he? Yeah, and what he did was we did everything correct to get a state record on it because it it was weighed on shore. Actually, we took it to a supermarket here with a certified scale and lots of witnesses and waited on that. And he, what he's going to do, he's going to keep the fish and have it mounted. And talking to biologists, this fish was near the end of its life anyway, fish that size. Yeah. So sure. it doesn't hurt, to, doesn't hurt to keep it. And yeah. he's going to get some replicas made 
and uh, and that's going to be around in the other tackle shops and stuff. I mean, everybody saw it just went nuts. Uh, it, it was so huge, and it, it broke a record that was set in 1975. And 75? Uh, oh, oh yeah. wow. Well, isn't isn't the, now? There's two kinds of crappie: black crappie and white crappie. Black doesn't crappie clear lake? White crappie. Yeah, and how you tell the difference is you look at the dorsal fin. And you count the spines at the start of the dorsal fin. The black crappie has six to seven spines, and this had seven. And a white crappie has four to five. So I identified the crappie for him that it was a black crappie. And uh, it, it, so it, it, uh, it's huge. In fact, the Cal uh, Clear Lake holds a rec state record for white crappie and black crappie now. Uh. <laughs> so not only is it the number one bass lake, it's turning out to be the number one crappie lake. Without a doubt, without a doubt. And what's well, really amazing about this is we put it in our, uh, can I write uh, the outdoor columns for the record being, we put it in the paper and online, and it went viral. I mean, it went, it, it's appeared in uh, fishing f field and stream. It's appeared on USA Today, I mean, all over the country. It's, everybody's been uh, publishing that. So it really it took it. And yesterday he took it over to, he met the biologist, fish, the fish and wildlife biologist who identified further. And he took it over and they, that they examined it, uh, took scale samples too, so they could figure the age and stuff. Yeah. So it's, it's, really, uh, it's really drawn the attention now. I mean, it's a... Uh, and, and you're talking about crappie fishing now. Uh, we have a, a local crappie guide on a lake called Ed Ligon. His name is Ed Ligon. Yeah, we, we have Ed on often. Yeah, and it dropped off a little bit, but he was catching 80 to 100, his clients 80 to 150 crappie a day. Yeah, and that, that was like three weeks ago. It has dropped off a little bit, but the fish have also got a little shallower, so maybe they're spreading out a little bit. What do you think? Yeah, and he's still getting 30 to 40 crappie a day, though, see, so, you know. Yeah, what we'd right. Like to, what we'd like to see here is that the limit be dropped from 25 to 10. And uh, the Department of Fish and Wildlife uh, Fish and Game Commission won't go along with that, but we won't, we're hoping... Well, that's, that's because nobody in the commission knows anything about fishing or hunting, Terry, for starters. <laughs> well, the Board of Supervisors here actually sent a letter to the Fish and Game Commission two years ago asking, yeah. and they didn't, even, they didn't even respond to the letter. Yeah. And, and so oh, well. It, uh, that's, that's, that's nothing unusual about that. Now, uh, it's, it's interesting, though, Terry, because nationally, crappie is... Uh, a very, very popular game fish. Uh, they have tournaments all over the Midwest oh, God, and the yeah. South and everything. And, and uh, I think people out here, of course, Clear Lake has always been the king of crappie fishing for California without any doubt. And, and it's back again. And uh, But people are now learning how to catch them in winter, and that wasn't the case before. Well, you know, you look at crappie, and I come from Minnesota, and we fish for crappie through the ice for years. They're a winter-biting fish. A lot of people don't realize that. When the water gets cold, crappie bite. And, uh, and it's very po they're a very popular ice fishing uh, game fish. Well, you know, the only difference is everybody at Clear Lake built its uh, reputation for April-May fishing when uh, every bush along every road and trail in Clear Lake was occupied by a fisherman catching crappie. And in the uh, other months of the year, they suspend in deeper water. And that's what, that's what people have learned how to do, search them out and catch them there. Yes, yes. Like I say, it's very popular. 
fish here and stuff. And there are more and more people. We had a couple of crappie derbies here this year too, and it's going to be more this year, coming year, uh, more crappie uh, tournaments. Well, that was building momentum, and then the COVID hit, and uh, nobody knew yeah. what they could do, and so. Uh, uh, I hope that gets back in the swing. But, you know, maybe these uh, crappie tournaments that could invoke their own derby limits, you know, just like bass tournaments do. Because uh, crappie is not a fish you can catch and release. I don't think they're as hardy as bass, are they? Yeah, actually, they've already done it because the two crappie tournaments we had here, they had a five-fish limit. Oh, there you go. There you go. So, so they're already looking at that, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, in the meantime, Terry, uh, the bass fishing, in fact, we're going to have a report from uh, Bill McDaniel shortly, but uh, um, bass fishing has picked up dramatically in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, and you know what the hot, one of the hot lures right now is the Alabama rig. Yeah, yeah, if you want to throw that thing all day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, the minnow by Jumbo Minnows is good. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, they're having a hard time. Minnows, it's a, Jumbo Minnow is an expensive way to fish, though. Yeah. Now, uh, Terry, I just want to bring this up because I, I don't want people to get caught off guard. If you head to Clear Lake, there is a quagga muscle inspection you have to go through and get a sticker before they'll allow you on the weight lake. Now, I know Limit Out Bait and Tackle does that. Do other bait shops do that as well? All the bait, all the bait shops sell them now. So you should okay. have no problem getting a sticker. Okay, so you just pull in and, and get somebody out. They inspect your boat. You fill out a form. You're right. on your way. Okay. You're on your way. It takes you about five minutes. Good. Uh, there's going. Looks like there's going to be, a, evidently, I hear there's going to be a jumbo minnow shortage. Uh, not so much right now, but as we move along in the spring, we only get them from one state, and the Department of Fish and Wildlife has barred one distributor and accepted the other. So I hope that doesn't affect the, the minnow bite over at Clear Lake. Yeah, I hope it doesn't too. Yeah, because they do, they do sell, they sell out in a hurry. Yeah. Boy, I'll tell you, well, they're selling out of crappie minnows right now. Oh, yeah, they're out of, both of them are out of crappie minnows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Terry, thank you so much. That'll be fun. Let us know when that gets certified, and I'll be really interested what the scale sample shows about the age of that fish. Yeah, me too. Okay, great. Okay. Thank you, Terry. Bye-bye. Terry Knight, longtime friend and cohort. He writes a column for the, uh, the record bee over there and does a radio show, the whole works. Okay, after the break... We will talk to Mr. Kyle Wise. More crappie. Don't go away. Welcome back. Well, it's crappie everywhere. And that includes several of the foothill lakes on the Sierra side, including Comanche, uh, New Malonas, uh, Salt Springs Valley Reservoir. And I'm sure if they would fish for crappie at party, they could catch them there. Uh, Folsom isn't known as a great crappie lake, but they have been caught there. Uh, of course, Shasta is a crappie lake. All at Barry S. is a fabulous crappie lake. But uh, Kyle Wise of Headhunter Guide Service specializes in the Sierras, and he uh, is with us now. Good morning, Kyle. 
Good morning, Bob. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Uh, you know, you started uh, about three weeks ago, two weeks ago, started catching big crappie, beautiful crappie out of New Malonis. Is sending me pictures. I just, it, it got my ticker pumping. You know what I mean, Kyle? And, but you well, couldn't get the big numbers you were expecting. Uh, what's the latest with New Malonis crappie? New Malonis is still being a tough bite. You know, we go out there, we'll find, you know, one little school, but just can't find the big numbers of them yet. And just have to cover a lot of water. Okay. Uh, but you fish some other lakes, uh, Salt Springs uh, Valley Reservoir, which is uh, a, a small reservoir. It, it, it doesn't get a lot of notoriety because it really warms up in the summer. But uh, there's crappie there. Have you fished that? I have been on Salt Springs the last couple of weeks. I've probably done it five or six times. There's fish out there, I think, due to last year's COVID, that the lake just absolutely got plummeled with boats, and they have decimated the crappie population, unfortunately. But we're still able to go out there and pick out, you know, 15 fish limit. But it's nothing like it has been in years past. Yeah. Now you say 15 fish. Is that a lake limit? That's lake limit just because Salt Springs is a privately owned lake. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't disagree with that. Do you? Oh, absolutely not. That's how you keep a trophy fishery. But unfortunately, people last year, have they just decimated the lake. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well they re they re they rebound quickly. Let's hope that happens with Salt Springs Valley. What about Comanche? You were there, too, weren't you? I was on Comanche last week, and we are on Comanche as we speak. We're over by the causeway now, fishing the flats and marking a few fish. And we're going to give this a shot for a while, then move up the narrows and go look at the island top. Well, you know, uh, I'm sure you'll find them because uh, it's overdue to get going at Comanche. How'd you do the last time you were there? Oh, we did good on Comanche. Comanche's a good crappie lake. It's just you have to put your time in and, you know, find the schools. There's so, so much area on Comanche that holds fish. There's island tops everywhere. There's brush everywhere. You have the bridge pylons. It's just, it's just a spectacular lake for crappie fishing. Yeah. Well, good luck today, and uh, boy, the second that new Malonis bike gets going, you let us know, okay? I will absolutely. You'll be the first to know. Thanks, Kyle. Have a good day out there. Thanks, Bob. You too. Bye-bye. Kyle Wise, Headhunter Guide Service. Here's his number, 209-531-3966. Um, you know, kind of back to Clear Lake, we, all this has been about crappie. But yesterday, I called Bill McDaniel of Limit Out, Bait and Tackle, and talked to Bill about the bass fishing. Bill, it's been a crazy week at Clear Lake. Uh, the crappie craze is really on, crowding up the parking lots, selling out of small minnows, a uh, uh, state record crappie being caught. Let you and I talk bass for a minute. What's going okay. on there? Okay. Uh, sounds good. Uh, yeah, well, uh, the good news is that the bass bite has improved significantly from just, uh, you know, a few weeks ago uh, where it was horrific. So uh, uh, the quantity is better. Uh, quality is better. 
I think one of the main things that's changed is uh, there's now, um, instead of just fish that are deep on rock piles, uh, there's guys getting them shallow as well in five to ten foot of water, as well as some deep fish. So yeah. uh, numbers are coming up. Guys are having smiles instead of the, the looks uh, that I was seeing a couple weeks ago when, <laughs> when it, wasn't, it wasn't going too well. Bass fishermen are a very temperamental, sensitive group, aren't they? <laughs> well, they they're they're serious, you know. They, yeah, they they're, know. they're looking to you know they're looking to get <laughs> results, and uh, yeah, and they work hard to do it. When you work all day and you don't get results, uh, you know it's, it doesn't put you in the best mood, I yeah. guess. So. Now, now we're we're just coming out of a time, Bill, where you know uh, the bass tend to school up a little bit. You just don't find them any everywhere. But now with this change, you know, we're, we're heading into that pre-spawn. Uh, the calendar is still clicking away. Um, are, are the bass becoming more spread out? Uh, it, well, yes. I mean, and I'm, I, I'm not that significantly yet. Uh, however, uh, just what you said, uh, they were, it'd be like if you found a few in a spot, you better stay there because you could look for hours and not find them now. Uh, they're showing up in in more places, uh, and um, and you know they're they're the bite is better. You know you can you know showing up is one thing, but getting them to bite is another. And of course uh, that's Im- that's improved significantly also. Sure. Well, I mean you know basically the, the the draw a parallel a little bit. Another month from now, you could just work the shoreline and have a, a chance of catching good fish everywhere. That's not quite like that, but getting better. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and the guys, everyone that uh, has uh, discovered this, that I've talked to and they're, they're excited to hear, they want it. They like to fish the shoreline. They like to fish in shallower water and uh, just, you know, the lake is still low. So uh, extremely low. So I, I caution them to, you know, to be careful going in close because there's going to be stuff that they can hit that they wouldn't have hit in years past. So, um, you know, and they, most of them know that, but uh, you know, they still couple, they'll still ding a prop here and there. So, <laughs> Bill McDaniel of Limit Out Bait and Tackle, um, his number seven zero seven nine nine eight one zero zero six. Bill has as uh, you know they were getting minnows in all the shops over there every two weeks. I think they're going to go on an every week. A delivery thing from uh, starting this coming Wednesday. They get minnows in on Wednesday, so they should be getting them every Wednesday from here on out. So both minnows, uh, the the crappie size and the jumbo minnows. Okay, after the break, we will hear about Collins Lake, which started their trophy plants last week. First, though, I want to tell you about Lake Comanche, because Comanche is just planting the heck out of that lake, 3,600 pounds each of the last two weeks. That's 7,200 pounds in the last two weeks. And if you go to their website, LakeComancheResort.com, a picture on the front from a gentleman from Ione has a beautiful string of five fish. He caught at North Shore, the biggest being seven and a half pounds. I mean, that lake is, with the water temperatures coming up a little bit, with the crappie potential you just heard from Kyle, uh, uh, let alone the bass, add that, add to that the trout, 
you just can't do better. And I took a tour of the both every single campground at North and South Shore about, I guess it's been about a month ago now, three to four weeks. And I'll tell you something, they're, 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 they're leasing or they're renting out every other site. So it's really quality stuff over there. And if you've never seen the campgrounds at Comanche, you're missing it. They're really done well, okay? You can, the North Shore, I don't particularly care about the hookups. The North Shore, if you're self-contained, I'll tell you, it's like your own backyard up there. For camping, go, you can, got two ways you can do it. Call 209-763-5121, or you can go uh, email them at camping at golakecomanche.com. And to get these numbers, simply go to their website, lakecomancheresort.com. But they're full plant on with the trout. The fishing is going to get better and better. Lake Comanche right now is a destination you've got to get to. You know, earlier in the program, I forgot to give the uh, number to uh, Fish Amryville for Andy Giuliano. Here it is, because they're getting ready. If you want to jump the gun and get ready when they start their uh, halibut trolling trips in early March, looks like it might be an early halibut season. Andy's number 510-652-3403. Collins Lake... You know, it stops. It's, it, it plants fish in the fall uh, up until Thanksgiving. That holds through uh, until President's Day weekend. Usually there's a lot of storms and everything. Well, they started their trophy planting last week. And then they have since got a Department of Fish and Wildlife uh, plant. They will be planting every week from here on out. And so yesterday I talked to Jacob Young about the whole deal that's going on right now at Collins Lake. Jacob, last week you started your first of your trophy plants at Collins Lake. And from what I understand, if it's anything like years plant years past, that means you're going to be planting every single week through at least April, if not into May. Yes, sir. That is correct. And so, yeah, we started with our first plant last week. And like you say, we'll have weekly plants scheduled uh, going now until uh, about mid-May or until weather allows us to keep planting until. Yeah. And then in addition to your private plants, which are, are mostly really nice sized fish, uh, you get supplemented with the Department of Fish and Wildlife plants. And then in about mid-March or so, sometime in that area, you start releasing the, the very nice size trout from your net pens. And, uh, and you do that uh, maybe through the whole month of April. How many net pens do you have this year? Yes, yeah, so we have a total of 12 net pens, and so we stock them from uh, DFW plants in the fall and raise them all fall and winter. And so once uh, we start releasing them, which will be about uh, mid-March, uh, we'll continue to do one or two plants a week uh, or one or two pens a week until we released all of them. And so um, if the weather starts to turn to where the water warms up sooner, we'll release those at an expedited rate. But uh, typically we do about one or two pens in, uh, over a six to ten week period. Yeah. No wonder people catch so many trout and yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, definitely. The more so, supply in the lake, it makes it easier to, to catch, that's for sure. Sure. Now, uh, it's been raining off and all on, and the level of the lake is coming up. But how's the water color right now? 
Uh, so right now it's uh, really clear um, with the rain off uh, runoff that we've been getting. Um, it's been you know, slow um, throughout the winter. We haven't had a lot of big storms come through. Uh, so I guess the one benefit of that, you know, obviously we like to see a full lake this time of year and we're sitting about 38 feet down from full. But I guess the one benefit with that is our uh, water clarity hasn't been impacted very much because we haven't had any heavy runoff to murk up the water too much. Sure. Yeah, well, if it keeps raining like it has been, just a steady rain, yeah. uh, you don't get the gully washers that muddy up the lake. So, hey, but, exactly. But uh, usually it's still winter fishing. The bank fishermen do well. I would assume they're out fishing the boat fishermen right now. What's been going on the last week? Yeah, um, so a lot of activity down by the dam. Um, so we've can seen consistently, you know, people using power bait and night crawlers. Uh, but like you said, the, you know, right now probably more so off the shore than on the boats themselves. Um, so in the last week or so, obviously with more plants going in, we're starting to see an influx of trout coming out of the lake over, uh, you know, uh, bass or some of the other species that people are still fishing for. We still sure. see some bass and catfish coming out, but right now, obviously turning into the uh, trout season where everyone's going to be hauling in the trout. Um, uh, like you said, down by the uh, dam with power bait and nightcrawler seems to be the hot ticket right now. Now, you were the uh, the first lake to reopen for camping last year. I think it was in March or not, because you got a great agreement with your, your county health officer, and that's worked fine. You had certain limitations, which were not that restrictive, and it seems to have worked out. Are you still under those limitations for camping? Um, yeah, so we still have some different protocols in place, um, obviously, until the government starts to have less restrictions overall. Uh, we'll continue to do what we can to keep the lake accessible for those looking to get out and enjoy the outdoor recreational opportunities, um, but at the same time, doing it in a safe manner that we can, um, out of respect for what the government's trying to do. But like you said, I mean, obviously, being able to open a little bit sooner uh, than the uh, state's guidelines um, you know, with the county giving us uh, expedited approval to open up uh, at the beginning of May, uh, whereas a lot of the other parks opened up uh, throughout the summer season, uh, gave us a little bit more time to refine our practices to make sure we're doing what we can to keep the public safe, but open up as much opportunities uh, here at the lake as well. That's Jacob Young up at Collins Lake. It's ready to go. Just going to get better from here on out. That seems to be the story of our weather pattern right now. So uh, any information, you can call them, 800-286-0576. If you want to camp, you're probably better to go to the website, which is collinslake.com. Um, American River, not so good. However, these little storms bring up a few fresh fish. 12-pounder, a very bright fish was taken. There's several other fish in the five, six, seven-pound class. It's not good fishing. You got to go out and put in your time and get lucky. But if, I mean, come on, it's close to home. What more do you want? You got a river running through your backyard. So it's still worth going to. Um, and who knows what's going to happen? I mean, uh, the American is just a mystery. They released the steelhead smolts, a little eight to ten inch fish. Uh, don't keep those, okay? They're they're designed to go to the ocean and back. And uh, but people do, and and the Bureau of Reclamation didn't help by not pulsing flows to get them down. So hey, one thing before we leave. Who likes shots? Who likes to get shots? Nobody. Who likes to see people get shots? Nobody. Why do all the television stations on this planet show shots every time we turn the TV on? 
Are they trying to discourage us? I don't know. Don't be discouraged. Have a good week. <laughs>